720 WGN. Thanks for joining us. It's almost 220. It's a beautiful day in the city. Matt O'Shea is with us. You have probably heard Matt on this radio station in the past, usually doing something good. He is the alderman that represents the 19th Ward and very supportive of the police and the firefighters who live in his ward. And many of those people have given time in one branch or the other of the U.S. military, and you're doing something to help them again. How are you today, Matt? Hi, Lisa. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining us. So tell everybody about the Help a Hero program. So the Help a Hero campaign is uh, an event we do each year in support of the Road Home program at Rush University Medical Center. Um, All proceeds that we raise uh, over the next month or so uh, will Provide help provide you know mental health and wellness to our veterans, both active service members, uh, retired, uh, including National Guard and reservists, um, and their families, at no cost. Lisa, and this is service that they get that might not be provided by the VA, right? Correct. You know um, the VA does wonderful things, but what we or what the Road Home Program has found, Lisa, is that. Uh, men and women that have served who may not have received an honorable discharge for whatever reason. Uh, you know, based on what they go through, uh, particularly when they're serving overseas, they bring that home. And we've seen instances where maybe they get in trouble with the law, maybe they get a DUI, and they get a less than honorable discharge. Lisa, they have no benefits then. So here we have someone in crisis, and they're, they're cast aside. Uh, the Road Home Program doesn't matter what your what your eligibility is, um, doesn't matter what your discharge status is, they will help you, they will help your family. Now more than ever, we need more programs like this. I thought it was interesting when I was reading about this program because it said obviously they help with depression, anxiety, other psychological and emotional needs, and PTSD. Uh, TBI, which is traumatic brain injury, but also something identified as MST, which is military sexual trauma for women who have experienced military sexual trauma or men while serving in the military. I think that is something that has been swept under the rug for way too long. Absolutely. And it's time something was done about it. And that's where the Road Home Program steps in. Well, that's good. So when's the last time you had a trucker hat on, Matt? Uh, I had my Help the Hero campaign hat on this morning, Lisa. And you know what? (laughs) There were people honking their horn walking past me on the street. Uh, that's that's part of this. Uh, You can actually purchase a trucker hat that says Help a Hero, right? Yes. Um, For for those of you that aren't familiar with the term trucker hat, it's a baseball cap. And we also have lawn signs. The caps are $25. The lawn signs are $20. This is what your loyal listeners out there can do to support uh, the men and women who have served, particularly those in crisis. Uh, You get a great lawn sign, a great hat, and you're raising dollars and awareness to support the Road Home Program. Yeah, that's cool. So a yard sign, and what does the yard sign say? Uh, The yard sign um, says freedom isn't free. And we also have the Road Home Program, which, you know, we, we talk about this, Lisa, every year with, you know, Memorial Day, and the 4th of July, and other holidays where we're, we're recognizing uh, those who have served, those who have made the ultimate sacrifice. Um, 
But that term freedom isn't free. That speaks volumes because those who have served and not come home, um, allowing us, you and I, and all everybody listening, uh, the freedoms to live in in this great country we have. Um, that needs to be noted more and recognized more. And that's why this effort, this campaign, Help a Hero, is so important. And where do they get these signs and these hats? At your office? They can go to my website, uh, www.the19thward.com, or call my office, 773-238-8766. We have have a full stack of both hats and lawn signs. Um, As we're approaching the 4th of July holiday in just a few weeks, I think it's important that people do more to support our those who have served. Hey, Steve's got a question for you. Alderman, uh, the police department and Superintendent Waller just had a news conference and they talked about the the past weekend. And, you know, the headline that people fall into is another violent weekend in Chicago. But the, the numbers were down last weekend. They were particularly pleased with how Puerto Rican Fest went. I think there was not a single incident there. Uh, and I just wonder what you make of the Johnson administration and Superintendent Waller so far. It's not been a long long study, and certainly one weekend doesn't a career make, but what do you make of it all? Great question, Steve. Um, I will say this. Brandon Johnson, Mayor Johnson, could not have picked a better individual to lead our police department uh, through the first several weeks of of his term. Um, I've known Fred Waller a long time, arguably one of the most respective individuals to ever wear the Chicago police uniform. Um, Fred Waller commands respect of the rank and file, and he's also uh, surrounded himself, brought people in to help gear up and, and be prepared for what you know what we expect this summer. Um, Fred is uh, has a tactical expertise with more than 30 years as a Chicago police officer. Um, it's not gone unnoticed by those of us that pay attention uh, to the most important thing in our city right now, public safety, of uh, the job that. Uh, Superintendent Waller has done these last several weeks, and uh, I just hope that it's a prelude to um, getting the right person to take over the police department in the long term, uh, which we can expect to see in the next several weeks. But uh, I I think uh, the police department's done a great job, and and you mentioned, you know, Puerto Rican Fest. We have not seen that in recent years. That has been a free-for-all, and it did go incident-free. Hey, another thing that was talked about with the city council this week is there are people pushing for um, an ordinance that wouldn't allow anyone who serves on the council to have a part-time job or a side job. Do you have a part-time or a side hustle, some kind of gig outside of the council? I do not. Uh, Lisa, you know, representing the 19th Ward, the communities of Beverly, Morgan Park, and Mount Greenwood, to be very candid, I have a demanding um, electorate. Uh, I would not have the time to do another job and do this job uh, to the best of my ability. This is a full-time job in my community. Um, I will also say, you know, Lisa, I've served on the council for more than 12 years, and there are aldermen that make significantly more than me because over the years, myself and several of my colleagues have declined a pay increase uh, when it came about. Uh, now that I have two in college and one in high school, um, I don't decline that anymore. But um, there is a, a significant disparity in pay in, in aldermen. Um, an alderman that has served four years 
in my case, some make more than $25,000 more than me annually. Um, So I don't think it's fair to say no one can have outside income, um, but I think it's important now more than ever that the 50 aldermen serving the communities across the city are putting the time and effort in uh, to serve the people they're elected to represent. Thank you for joining us, Alderman. We appreciate it. Thanks, you guys. All the best. Alderman Matt O'Shea from the 19th Ward.